Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Is billionaire Sir Richard Branson a hero of yours after going up into space? I mean, honestly, the idea of going up into space is pretty cool. Anybody who does that, I mean, they got to have some cool points for sure, right? But uh, Richard Branson, he kind of scooped it from Amazon guy Jeff Bezos. He's like, I'm going to do it a couple days earlier. Uh, A semi-experimental flight. It went perfectly fine by all accounts. It was Virgin Galactic's Spaceship Two. Wonder how long the uh, a team figured out that name. You know what I mean? Were they deliberating for a long time? I certainly hope not. He did put out a TikTok from space, presumably shared after coming back down to Earth. But still, it was meant to inspire. Tell me, are you inspired after hearing this? To all you kids down there, I was once a child with a dream, looking up to the stars. Now, I'm an adult in a spaceship with lots of other wonderful adults looking down to our beautiful, beautiful Earth. To the next generation of dreamers, if we can do this, just imagine what you can do. Hey! <laughs> right up until the end there where the cheers actually seem to fit, it does sound a little bit awkward. Like it could have been just a clip of him trying to record an inspirational message while watching something awkward on the computer screen in the background. You know what I mean? This is what I pictured from the audio alone. But it is meant to inspire. And I want to know, did it inspire you? I feel like alone to give me enough money to actually afford my own flight on a spaceship would be really inspiring, Richard. But you know what? I'd also be inspired if you could just spot me a tenor. Let's be honest. There's a toilet out there in the world that uh, will pay you to poop. Yeah, it'll pay you for your poop specifically. Digital currency is uh, what it what it throws at you. Apparently, uh, I, I don't know the currency. Maybe you can choose. Maybe it's like Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever you want. I don't know. But it's in South Korea. And uh, it is because of the, the needs of the facility that it is associated with, the Ulsan National Institute of Science and Technology, they need a lot of power to do that. And so this toilet actually takes that poop and facilitates it to an area where it gets turned into biogas that is used to actually provide the energy for said facility. I mean, it's, on a scientific level, very cool. On a chemical level, yeah, it's kind of gross. We're still talking about poop. Uh, But, uh, I mean, interesting, maybe this is the way of the future. Especially getting paid for it, right? That is the part that really, really caught my eye. Also, the name caught my eye. BV. BV. Apparently, it's supposed to be a a, a smash together of the words B and Vision. BV. I would have called it BM. I would have figured out a way. That's just me. But also, hang on. BV. BV. BVIS. I poop too much. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. Uh, me. No, no. I poop too much. <laughs> and then I get tired. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Time for some music news. A new podcast exploring the real-life kidnapping of Frank Sinatra Jr. 
is uh, is set to appear. The Brad Pack member's son, of course, the subject of the uh, the the story. Weirdest fact about the podcast could be that Snatching Sinatra, the title, will be hosted by John Stamos, which apparently isn't that weird of a connection. He is Sinatra obsessive, which I did not know. Uh, and I, that might be one of the most interesting facts, although I do doubt it. Look out for that just a little bit later on in uh, in July. The Doors guitarist Robbie Krieger has got uh, first ever memoir coming out, and it's got a doozy of a title. It's called Set the Night on Fire, Living, Dying, and Playing Guitar with the Doors. All right, okay, that title does it all. It's out this October, co-written by a guy named Jeff Alulis, telling the story of Krieger's rise to fame, as well as his first love with music, uh, is written in series of vignettes. Very much interested in reading some of those, for sure. And another uh, posthumous release um, is going to be, uh, well, I mean, posthumous to the, I guess, the band more than anything in that case, but posthumous to George Harrison, for sure. The 50th anniversary reissue of his All Things Must Pass album has got some brand new stuff released, including demos that have never seen the light of day before, to the tune of 30 that are included in the compilation, which is on pre-order right now, will be available later this year. Tuesday. Innovation happens every day. People coming up with really, really crazy ideas. And I'm really, truly not knocking it. I think this is a cool idea. Uh, there's uh, innovators who are de- designing uh, pants that you can sit on, basically. I mean, that's an oversimplification. They're not really pants, but they are wearable around your leg, and they serve as kind of like a wearable chair so that you can get glute support, some some nice glute support uh, for those who like work for long, long hours standing on their feet. The idea is to help out doctors, specifically, perhaps surgeons, who are in demand and spending hours and hours and hours on their feet and working in really tough conditions. would be nice to be able to just kind of take a load off, literally. Just kind of relax and let the pants that you're wearing do the sitting for you. However... There is a setback because this is not a brand new idea. Remember years ago, watching one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, Community, when Pierce Hawthorne, played by Chevy Chase, introduced us to... Ladies and gentlemen, the trouser bench. (laughs) For the man on the go who makes frequent stops. (gasps) Will somebody please call all the ambulances? The good news is that if that does happen, hey, doctor's already in a hospital, so he got that figured out. We're jumping back like a little bit of a week here to July 7th, the actual birthday of Ringo Starr. If you didn't know, for uh, 14 years now, for a decade and a half, he's had a birthday wish of, uh, you know, not gifts, nothing materialistic. Ha! He was a beetle. He is a beetle. He's got money. But he wanted peace and love. Very much on brand for the Beatles and for Mr. Starr, but uh, his 14 year, now going into its 15th, uh, call to action is, hey, at noon on July 7th, for my birthday, say peace and love. Literally, out loud, say, think, post the words peace and love. They did it. They did it this year. Last year, it had to be virtual, of course, because of the pandemic. This year, less so. So a video just came out yesterday of himself surrounded by some lovely friends, family members, I assume, uh, saying peace and love. Pretty special, actually. Um, And we've also got a new remix to sink our ears into. Tom York has brought back Creep again, the very 2021 RMX. 
for uh, for remix. So it's really the same creep that you know and love, just really slowed down, smoothed down. Reverb has been kicked up. There's some synths added in there, um, and it sounds very interesting. The most interesting thing that fans have noted, though, is the credits on it. The song credited as by Tom York featuring Radiohead. That might be the first time that the lead singer of a band has featured their own band in their own song in a remix like 20 years down the line. But I could be wrong. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Talking about space, asteroid flybys, actually getting a lot of them this week, though. Don't worry, they're really, really far away. But speaking of space, uh, billionaire trio space race going on, right? I mean, not really a race because we've already seen Richard Branson, uh, CEO of Virgin, everything galactic included, um, go to space technically on like sort of a semi-experimental shuttle. Uh, it, it turned out to be perfectly safe. He sent down that super inspirational message about how you too could be exactly where he is with just a little hard work. Uh-huh. Yeah, thanks. Super helpful there, Rich. But uh, I saw a limerick today that just locked it in for me. Absolutely hilarious. From a uh, Twitter account called Limerick King, the billionaires love recreation and now go to space on vacation. Their rocket ships fly 50-plus miles high and show how we fail at taxation. Lord Stanley's Cup getting just super damaged. Super damaged. You might have actually seen the photos. A lot of them uh, going viral. One photo in particular, like a screenshot of a video. Specifically, Patrick Maroon of the Tampa Bay Lightning holding it. And holy cow, uh, the top of it is a little dented. A little bit dented, a little bit not the same shape as it would be. Now, far from the first time that the Stanley Cup has been damaged. It does happen rarely, but it does happen. At least there's a plan in place, right? It will be fixed, it will be repaired. No worries, no worries. It's a celebration. Tampa Bay won twice in a row. It was, I guess, at some point during or next to the uh, boat parade celebration that they did for the second year in a row. They should be able to celebrate. They won the cup. Why not? Just eh, maybe be a little bit more careful with it. Here's the kicker. The cup is now being sent from Tampa Bay to Montreal for repairs. Montreal. Who's going to repair Montreal's broken and now beaten heart? Wednesday. In today's... Why does this need to be said news? Don't use magic erasers on your teeth. Yep, that is what's going on. Obviously not a huge number of people. Again, this is just like Tide Pods and so many other internet so-called trends. Trending because we're seeing it, not necessarily trending because a lot of people are doing it. I think a lot of people have a good sense about magic erasers and teeth. Come on. But there is one person in particular. Heather Dunn is her name. She's on TikTok. Yes, of course. And she's saying, mm, the dentists, they really appreciate my teeth. They always say it's so healthy. And for two years, I've been using the magic erasers. You know what? Those things really are magic. They take the stains right off the wall, don't they? <laughs> and the paint, too. Four swipes, and you're basically down to drywall. It's magic because it's basically glass that's been made into foam. It's sandpaper. Sandpaper that's been soaked in chemicals. So hopefully one of those chemicals sparks a few brain cells being produced for this so-called influencer. For the rest of us, stick to the toothpaste. Big news to start off as well. Oasis has announced a concert. 
Oh, sorry. My thumb was on the copy. Oasis has announced a concert documentary following the back-to-back Nebworth shows from 1996. Sorry to do that to you. They're not getting back together. In fact, the feature-length documentary has been commissioned for the 25th anniversary of said concerts, which saw, at the time, a total of two and a half million people applying for tickets. Far less than that actually able to attend. Meanwhile, the new pornographers are marking the 21st anniversary of their debut album titled Mass Romantic. The celebration includes a limited edition reissue on vinyl and a North American tour to support it. Yes, yes, they are calling a tour with the two Canadian cities that don't count a North American tour, but at least they have two concerts each for Toronto and Vancouver. So that helps. That helps a little bit. And finally, the Who's documentary, Amazing Journey, which is about the entire journey of the career of the Who, is now available to stream for the very first time. Um, and right from the mid-70s all the way till you know, basically today, Amazing Journey, the story of the Who, part of the Coda collection, now available to stream uh, on-demand style. So I don't believe it's available particularly from any streaming service, but give it a search and you'll be able to download. Can you believe that next week the Olympics starts? Last year's Olympics kicks off next Friday? weird situation 2020 olympics in 2021 in tokyo and we're still going to be a part of it canada is going to be there in fact with them banning first of all all uh, non-local fans from being able to attend and then saying sorry guys who live in japan you're not going to be able to attend either we're still going to have a huge cheering section for team canada there like huge in fact Team Canada is bigger than it has been in like four decades. It's one of the biggest groups we've ever sent to the tune of 371 athletes. That's wild to me, especially because there was a diminished chance for athletes to qualify. All of these athletes that are being sent, the 371, they had to qualify before the pandemic began because the opportunities to perform and qualify after the fact were few and far between. Not just in Canada, also down in the States and several parts of the world. But still, 371 is nothing to scoff at. I mean, it's going to be quiet for some of those countries out there. You're going to hear the crickets chirping. When it comes to us, you will hear... That uh, faint, faint cry from all of the Canadians out there. And when it comes to the Olympics, oh my goodness, do we get competitive. We really, really do. It's not all Timbits and good day, eh, when it comes to sport competition. Just wait and see when it kicks off opening ceremonies on July 23rd. Thursday. Imagine a world where Twitter doesn't have those fleets, uh, whatever the heck that even ever was. They are closing off the short-lived fleets feature. The announcement was made just recently. Well... Wasn't that fleeting? <laughs> and if you have no idea what the heck that means, don't worry. It truly, truly doesn't matter. Cole's notes, just Twitter trying to be like Instagram, which is still ripping off Snapchat, while all of them wonder how they can be more like TikTok. Social media companies have more self-esteem issues than the average high schooler. If that's where someone's staying permanently, that's what we're going to see on the new MTV Cribs. Is the uh, is what they're they're telling us anyway? Despite the fact that there has been some controversy in the years, the ten years since that show came off the air, where some people have revealed that no, actually, their house that they showed off was actually a rental that they had staged and set up for the show. Super uh, documentary style, right? Hollywood is absolutely true in all ways and not false. But they're bringing it back. That's why I bring this up. Uh, MTV's Cribs is coming for another edition, another swing. Check out the homes of Martha Stewart, Ryan Lochte, uh, Snooky's coming back. Unbelievable. whole bunch of other ones as well. I mean, if you're curious, you're curious. 
Might not be. Um, honestly, I, I'm on the camp of no thanks. MTV Cribs coming back? No thanks. I just, I don't need to see where rich people's cushy multi-million dollar pandemic prisons are, okay? Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Little music news for you now that we're almost at 8 o'clock. Metallica. Big fans of Metallica in for a crazy couple of concerts. They're going to be celebrating their 40th anniversary at the end of the year, December, and they're going to be doing it with two fan club only concerts. And that's going to be in their hometown as well. It's going to be San Francisco. So while travel restrictions might be a completely different thing by the time we do see December, this is still something kind of exclusive. So 17th and 19th of December, Chase Center in San Francisco, where Metallica was when uh, they did their first ever uh, concerts uh, in 2019. You know, they uh, had some huge, huge uh, gigs, huge, huge set lists on that one. Going to be returning back for it for the big four zero. Very, very much exciting. But you got to be a part of that fan club to even have a chance at tickets. Meanwhile, a little bit of sad news as well. Guitarist for Cinderella named Jeff Labar has passed away at the age of 58. The last album that he released was a solo effort, one for the road back in 2014, but best known as being the uh, glam metal guitarist for Cinderella. Friday. Netflix just made some big, strange news that people are still scratching their heads over how it's going to work. I guess we'll have more news rolling out later on, but uh, and hopefully not an increase in price. But they say they're expanding to video games within the next year or so. They're going to be just including, much like they, uh, you know, in recent years, they were like, you know what, we're going to have more documentary and more comedy specials. But no extra charge. It's just going to be going into the, the system. Same with video games is what they say anyway. We'll see. We'll see. But just what I need. More excuse to sit on the couch after the pandemic. Thanks so much for that. And honestly, I usually do play video games to relax and unwind a little bit. I do. I use them as, as you know, a relaxation tool. You can focus on something that isn't super important in your life for a moment. But, but even Mario has been known to make me rage at times. So they are going from Netflix and chill to Netflix and absolutely no chill really quick. I learned a new phrase in recent days. Uh, yesterday, really just locked it in. I saw it once again, and I went, yeah, that is the perfect term for it. Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. The internet has coined this term where it's des- describe. I mean, a true conspiracy theory. We want to talk about something that is a conspiracy with meat and potatoes behind it, not just hot air being blown. Shrinkflation, where you'll notice that there is less and less inside the packaging for a product, usually a food product, is where it seems to happen the most inside the grocery store or, you know, the junk food aisle, at least. Uh, But the package price has remained the same, if not increasing over time. We've seen it. We've seen it happen. Some will be going from like, hey, it's a tub of this at 500 grams to, oh, you know what? Actually, uh, that's always been 430 grams. Didn't you know? Didn't you know? Looks about the same size. Price stays the same. You don't even think about it, but it lasts on the shelf for less time because there's less in there. Less and less inside the packaging, but the package price remains the same. Something we need to fight hard against. Shrinkage of any kind is nothing to joke about, unless it's a Seinfeld episode that we just refuse to let die. It shrinks? (laughs) Like a frightened turtle. Why does it shrink? It just does. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. We've got the Sex Pistols fighting again. 
there's a new TV series coming to FX called Pistol about the band back in the day. And John Lydon, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten, is refusing to grant permission to FX to use the band's music. Yes, in the show that is about the band. Guitarist Steve Jones and drummer Paul Cook are now suing Lydon on the grounds that a previously existing document that uh, grants them the power to authorize such deal... And that would mean that he is in breach of that document. It's a bit complex, but I imagine it'll probably shake out. It's a matter of what's the price, right? As well, Iron Maiden has got some brand new music. First new single in six years has come out. That's right. uh, Bruce Dickinson is down and on it with help from some former Pixar Animation Studio team members who uh, have added the visuals to the music video for this. It's called The Writing on the Wall. And speaking of Iron Maiden, there's also a brand new TED Talk from frontman Bruce Dickinson, where he says, The mind is a limitless thing. One of the things, of course, you have to have the vision to imagine it. It's all about edible drones. Well, not all about it. It's about from rock star to businessman, but edible drones are in there. Somehow, check out his TEDx talk on YouTube. There's been a lot of news lately about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez to the point where it hasn't just been surrounding me on TV and on the internet and stuff like that. Now I've had to be around friends who start talking about it. Like, did you hear? I didn't know that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together again. Uh, yeah, I mean, they are great. Great, they're in and on again after quite a long off again. But they're apparently house hunting now. Yeah, oh, they're house hunting together. Looks like things are getting re-serious. Benefer is in full swing again, my friends. Most could care less, to be perfectly honest. But some are locked right in on this on-again period. They really are. Hey, you know what? Whatever floats your boat, whatever gets you through the day, whatever entertains you, just, you know, they can do whatever they want as long as the world never sees a Gili 2. I'm putting my foot down. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.